Okay. Good morning. David? Do you have a, a little better idea at this stage what, if anything, Tyron Smith will be able to do this week for you? Uh, Tyron will, will not work today. Mari um, will be limited, but, you know, he may – the practice is limited, number one. We're only going to practice for an hour and 16 minutes because it's coming off a of Sunday night. And, you know, with an uncommon opponent, we want to spend a little more time in the film room. Did Jaron Smith call plays? Uh, not Jaron Smith. Jaron Curse uh, call plays instead of Michael in this game. And can you talk about that change? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's uh, there's some game planning components to it, uh, but yes, we made the change. Uh, and you know, Mike was still part of the rotation, but uh, I thought Jaron did an excellent job with the communication. Some of it to free up. Micah a little bit to take a little office plate so he can just go and play? Well, I think it's, you know, less responsibility, but uh, there's other factors in particular in the particulars of game plan, you know, that that played into that. But, uh, you know, you know how we move forward, we'll determine that this week. What about J-Ron makes him good for that type of role? How He's an excellent communicator. I mean, just you can see in the back end, I mean, things, you know, that was probably about as clean as, you know, of a communication performance that we've had. Uh, a lot of adjustments in the game based on how we, you know, just they, they went heavy protection. So uh, it kind of changed our game plan. He, he, ha he handled it seamlessly. When you mentioned that practice will be adjusted today, what won't y'all do that you usually do on a Wednesday? What won't we do? Uh, the fundamental component will be shortened. Special teams is shortened. Uh, cut out the competitive periods. Wanted to get it down to about an hour and 15. It's actually an hour and 16 minutes. So, you know, just you know, factor in what, you know, coming off the late night, getting back, you know, all those things factor into it. And frankly, just, you know, not, not playing the Broncos in some time, it is important for us to spend some more time on the video. With Tyron having his health issues, do you want to give Lyle some snaps at left tackle? Yeah, definitely. I, you know, we, we got some options we're looking at. Frank, I'm not, I don't want to tell you, just, you know, just because we'd rather Denver find out when they find out. Um, so I'm, I'm sure, if, you know, this won't be the first time you ask, but, this is the answer, so I'm. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it unlikely that Tyrone will be able to play this week based on where he is now with this injury? Uh, he'd be pressed to play this week, yeah. The Broncos have blocked three field goals in the previous two games. Yeah. Shelby Harris got his hands on two. How much of an emphasis will you place on that this week, and what are some of the coaching points you find? Um, and it was one of the special team objectives, so, you know, we, re we recognize, we recognize. A number of things that you know they do a little differently that we may have seen or not see, you know, haven't seen. But uh, really, a big part of today is really locking down on the personnel, just because these are matchups that we we haven't been you know involved with. Uh, you go through this when you when you play the AFC teams every four years. So, but yeah, we're definitely aware of it. Guys haven't played when, when you're sw switching guys or, or moving guys around from right side, left side in the offensive line. What's the biggest challenge? Uh, footwork. I mean, it's you know, it's the footwork, and you know that's what that's why you you know you look at all the components that go into the game planning too. You know, you look at the matchups. So, uh, but the biggest thing is footwork. I know it wasn't right to left, but when Zach moved over last year, what was something y'all learned from that that you could take if there's any adjustments on line this week? Well, I think if you look at last year. I mean, we obviously had a totally different situation. We had multiple injuries, and and you, you I, I think. Particularly up front, uh, you know, do you do you make one move for one move? 
uh, because you know, the, you know, being in sync with the player next to you is is very important. I mean, we we talk about this all the time, the continuity of the offensive line and the success it brings you not only as an offense, but you know, I think it really affects the way the games the game is played too. So uh, you know, that's and these are just discussions that we've had since since Monday morning. Does the shortened practice today allow you to ease Dak into it a little bit easier than it had been a normal Wednesday? Uh, you can look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we, we would, he would probably have been limited um, in a normal Wednesday, and this is a limited practice, so he gets to carry the full status. So. <laughs> you said if all goes well t- today, tomorrow, he should be full go. Are there any, or what thresholds do you look for, and how has he changed? Just really how he comes out of today's practice, you know. I mean, obviously, it's it's no different than any player once he goes through the, you know, uh, you know, release to play through the rehab process. So he's he's crossed that hurdle, and so you know, we'll he has a certain number of reps he'll take today, and we'll evaluate in the morning. Was there like a statistical or analytical thing that you guys have with calf injuries? If you wait two weeks, it's X percent at less likely to. Re-injure it or things like that. I, it's not that clear, but I, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I mean, you got protocols and all injuries, but you know, obviously, there's different types of calf injuries. You know, is it in the belly of the muscle? Is it, you know, is it near the, you know, the, the tendon? And, and you know, so all, all those factors apply into that research. Any other players who won't be able to, to do much for you today because of injury, or anyone else on the on the COVID list? No, not really. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Yeah, Blake Jarwin, his his hip is um, you know he took the hit during the game, so he will not practice today. We'll see maybe tomorrow what he can do. You were talking earlier uh, Monday just about the, the the rash of penalties you've had over these last two games. How do you balance the the spirit and the play style that's developing versus you know crossing that line and 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 how do you address that? With your players going into a game now, there's been a recurring issue for a couple. Of days. I mean, it was a, you know, it's probably about the, about about six to eight minute segment of the team meeting today. So I went back through all the penalties. You know, did an extensive penalty report and, and uh, presentation, I guess you would say, coming out of the bye week. So, um, you know, I, I think it's important to look at each and every one. I mean, you can't just say, hey, I didn't agree with the call. That's that's not the deal. We, we've we been pushing this play style since training camp. You know, remember at training camp, we didn't really feel we were where we needed to be. Uh, we got the play style where it needs to be. So we want to continue that. We want to play above that. But we need to be more disciplined at the finish of plays. That's that's where a number of our penalties occur. You know, particularly if you just look at the last defensive drive, you know, also the, the holding penalties on the, on the later drives in the last two weeks. So uh, that's that's a big emphasis for us. And how, how do you address? I mean, you're a you're a positive reinforcement guy. Some coaches would say, "Well, if this continues, you're going to sit out for a series or a play." Do do you do that at all, or do you take a different approach? I, I think you live and learn. I mean, there, there's a time in my you know coaching career. If there's a false start, you just yell, "Get them out of there!" Next guy in. I mean, I, I did that for years. Uh, but you know, when you reevaluate that, you step away. You know, is that the best answer? I mean, I th- it may be the best answer in training, but you know, and just you know, just take Randy Gregory for instance. You know, we I, I needed I needed Randy at the we we all needed Randy at the end of that game. So, um, you know, I think you learn from them situations. Um, but you know, I think there's you know there are times you know there are limits you know the thresholds you want to call it that if a player crosses it, you definitely. Have to make the change, and, and also let's just be honest. I mean, who, you know, who are you changing them for, too? And, and what's the situation in the game? Because we're there to win. You know, I, I'm, I'm not there trying to, you know, 
appease uh, whoever with my my presentation of discipline. You know, the, the, the discipline is in the in the mental and emotional decision making, particularly at those times. And and we got to make sure as coaches, we're always putting the players in position to win. What went into the decision to waive Bradley and I? And when a guy has an offside penalty like that. You know, it really wasn't the. It really wasn't. And frankly, I you had a chance to talk to Bradley about it. This, you know, this roster development that we're in this year. I mean, it's unique. I mean, it's unprecedented. Uh, the number of players we have in the building is is awesome. But the hard part is, you know, you're moving, trying to move guys on to 53, you know, guys back to the practice squad and so forth. So, you know, I'm hoping today, you know, we're able to get Bradley back on the practice squad. So, um, this is just all part of the. Forecasting and trying to get guys up and you know moving guys around because you know we we do want to keep all these guys. I thought he looked good. You know, he needed another week, so I'm I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that he can have a good week this week. You know, so um, you know he'll have an opportunity to compete to be up on special teams as a starting point. After these last two games, coach, what's the what's the one thing that stands out to you about your team this season? After the last two days. Last two games. Oh, two games. Um, well, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're winning different ways. You know, we're, we're getting over the adversity humps, whether we've created them or, or, or the opposition's created them. So um, building confidence, I would say, is, is probably a number one. We're a more confident team than we were two games ago. Have you always kind of taken this approach when it's uncommon opponents in terms of focusing more on the mental side of it than the physical uh, side of it? Or, or is it more of... Yeah, had a Sunday night game and you got back late. Well, it's a combination of both. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's an uncommon opponent. You have to, you know, we normally get, you know, we turn, we turn the page on Mondays. We correct the video with the players. And then, the, you know, part of like the last 20, 30 minutes of the meetings on Monday are, are dedicated to the next opponent. So, you know, so this, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the way I've always done it. Still progressing. You want him to go? Maybe play this week. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we'll see. We're we'd like to see another week week's work, and you know, we're, once again, we're we're really trusting the rehab process and you know timelines that uh, you know what's ideal, what's a little early. You know, we'll we'll see how the week's work goes for Michael. You were talking about different penalties. Uh, did you see the video? I'm sure you did of C seemingly being choked. Uh, by Harrison Smith, and have y'all sent that to the league? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, we get to send in plays every week, you know, so, um, you know, you're only allowed to send in 10. So, I mean, it's definitely a play that we looked at, looked at talked about. Yeah, so, I mean, that's it, all part of the officiating process. Coach, I know you've been in meetings, but there's been some news this morning. The Giants cutting out break of COVID. Now there's talk that Aaron Rodgers has COVID and may or may not have been vaccinated. When you get this late in the season, and this is a question that relates to your team, how well do you check whether these players are vaccinated or not, and how important is it to have player availability as a result of it as you start getting competitive, we start talking about home field advantage? I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's it's nonstop. It's it's current. It's it's part of our. Scheduling, we have you know we have testing protocols that we still adhere to. So uh, I, I can't say enough about Jim Mauer. I mean he's he's the point person on all this. So um, our players do an extraordinary uh, job of communicating, whether it's a family member or, or you know or a neighbor or you know any time that uh, you know we had an individual that. You know, I had a runny nose this morning, so we went and checked them. So I mean, it, that's that's really the everyday process that we're that we're into. So, uh, we're you know we're well aware where where everybody stands. So, but yeah, it's 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 part of our 
it's part of our everyday operation. But it's very clear to you guys who's vaccinated and who's not because Correct. of the testing and things along those lines. In other words, somebody could just bring in a card. Someone just come bring in a bring in a card from the outside. You guys know who's actually vaccinated and who's Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was just looking for. Yep. Mike, your, uh, your punter is having a statistical really good year. Mm -hmm. Can you uh, talk a little bit about the way he's factored into the Oh, he's punting too much, number one. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think he's, you know, and, you know, I, I can see why we're, you can see why we're excited when we had the opportunity to sign him. Uh, so, no, he's... Uh, Really good athlete, uh, great teammate. I really like the battery of all three guys. Uh, there's not a day that you don't walk in Bones' office and those three there are watching tape, you know, so they spend a ton of time together. So, no, nah, he's been a great addition. With Cedric and his, you know, ability to throw it, is he a guy say, hey, you know, I can do some other things throwing here too if you want to get me involved? How do you does he try to play that game at all with you guys? I mean, no, that's part of it. I mean, you know, Cedric's a very established member of our football team. And, you know, I, I know Kellen and, and Adam have, you know, very fond of him and his, and his talents. But, yeah, I mean, we, we, we do want to stay creative, so stay tuned. <laughs> Lane Johnson and Calvin Ridley have each taken time away from their teams this season to focus on mental health. In your years coaching, what have you learned about the mental health challenges that NFL players face and what's the role of a coach in helping well, I think the biggest thing with mental health is just the fact that it's now to the forefront of the, you know the conversation is open. So, um, you know whether it's personal or professional experiences that you, that you encounter throughout uh, your time in this league, it's it's, uh, it's it's refreshing to see individuals you know seeking help and and more importantly, the ones that are being open about it, how much they're helping others. So, uh, I think we're definitely in a transition. I know in, in our industry where uh, it's people are making progress just because not not only you know the education and the opportunity and the resources that are there, but they're being utilized and they're being talked about. So um, I think it's been a huge step you know for 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 society and the big picture. But uh, just really proud of the individuals that are that are they're stepping up and frankly sharing their story. Mike, could you speak to the time that you and Dan spent recently through the MVP program? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Jake Laser, I can't say enough about his vision and genuineness uh, to, to put together. I mean, it's it's when you think about it, it's uh, you know the core of it is you know when you when you you lose your team. You know, we, we've all been part of athletics, or you know whether it's you know, through the military, through sports, and and then you, you know when it's when it's over, you, you lose you lose your team, and then. You know there are emotional uh, struggles that you go through. So, uh, just the connection, and if you ever had a chance to be around it, it's 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 special. It's a special group. Um, just the 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 admiration, um, the intelligence, and, and just the experience of, of the people that share their story and the, and the connectiveness and and the impact that they're making and really forming a new team. And it's a team that's uh, very close and. It's a it's a it's a, it's an outstanding network uh, that that will continue to grow and it's going to grow here in Dallas. So Dan Dan and I are very proud to be a part of that. With uh, yeah the KZ situation during the bye week and what happened with uh, Russ in, in Vegas, how do you use that as a reminder your players of the resources available to them in those situations? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, we you know we talked about it when we first got back together at, in the bye week. I mean, it's a I mean these are opportunities to. To learn lessons, and, and it's you know it's it's tragic. You know when you see the results of, of, of an, an accident or a situation like that, and 
you know, your heart goes out to the to the loved ones that that lose someone in that situation. So um, you don't you know you don't want to see anybody be in that position. So uh, it's a, it's definitely something that you're able to talk about and learn from. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.